So, we all have jobs, don't we? I hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're recording right now. We don't. <laughs> no, I just know back when we were younger, we were just t- talking about basically our insecurities and all that stuff back in our childhood. Recently, I said that I wanted to be an NFL player back when I was younger, and we know how that turned out. That was one of my goals, but you know, when I got a little bit older, probably like, uh, let's say high school, college, I thought it'd be pretty cool to be uh, part of an NFL organization, like eventually be a GM um, or be an owner of a sports team, because I would still be involved in football, but you know, I'm not that tall or that heavy to be an NFL player, but it would still be cool to be part of that organization and just uh, still be involved with the decisions and everything. So what were your uh, future job? Like, what did you, what did you want to be back when you were younger? So we'll go with Patrick. Oh, yes. I was hoping that was next. <laughs> I like it. So I had a, so if I had a name, like let's say two jobs, right. That I would want, right. My one, that would be like a one in a million chance of me, you know, getting it would be, Let's guess, right? Naomi, do you could you guess if I had if I could wish upon a star and I could be whatever I wanted to be, what do you think it would be? A movie director. Mesa? Lou? Um, I would say direct <laughs> and act in your movies. What? <laughs> Dev, Dev? Um, own your own production company cuz you already do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would actually love to be a movie director. And I would probably star in my own movies. I don't know if I would want to be like the main star though. I would be like you know, in Iron Man, Happy, how he's like oh, a right. side character. That's yes. that's what I would be. But my like, if I had one in a million chances, I would love to make blockbuster films, and I'd love to be the director. And I would make like cam, not like Stan Lee cameos. I think those are kind of cheesy, but shout out to Stan Lee, right? But I would be like Happy, where he has like a small part that's kind of funny, and he's like in the movies. But I would love to be a movie director. That would have been. Absolutely awesome. There's just something different from like acting, and like like you just I get to put what's in my mind. And you know, kind of see, make it, it real, live. So. Yes, because kind of like on paper, you can read on paper, and you're imagining in your head. But everybody imagines it differently, and this is your yes. chance as a director to put it out on screen what you imagined. That's what I hate whenever people say that, like, oh, that movie wasn't like the book, or that movie wasn't like the comic book, or that movie wasn't. I hate that because, like, this is the director, whatever director they chose. This is his vision. When he read that book, this is his vision. When he read that script, that's why, I, like, one of my pet peeves. Is like I hate when people say that that was nothing like the movie or nothing like the original, right? You always hear that it was nothing like the original. No, it's a separate piece. It's a separate um, art, right? You can't compare the two. This is his vision. So yeah, I would have loved to be a movie director. My second one that would be, I guess, a little more realistic. What I kind of geared my my life kind of towards would be in law enforcement. I grew up around law enforcement, so that's what I've always wanted to be. That's what I like basically trained my whole life to become. So yeah. Law enforcement would have definitely been in Realistic. my uh, shot there. Yeah, law enforcement in general it was like literally from my day one. I'm just kidding. But when I was young, I would run around the house and be like, LAPD! Right? <laughs> I had a little fake badge. I would run around. And that was my dream. That was like my, my goal. Were you singing, bad boys, bad oh, boys, you know what you gonna <laughs> do? Yeah, so that would have been mine. So the realistic one would be um, I wanted to be... And it could still happen. But um, either a PE, kindergarten PE teacher, mm-hmm. or uh, just a kindergarten teacher. Um, something to do with kids, like young kids, like four to five years old. That would be fun. And then my one that's way far-fetched would be a dancer. So like a 
background dancer in, in, in like Vegas for J-Lo. Something like that. That would be so fun. I still would love to do like... um. Salsa classes. Salsa That's classes what she says all the time. Classes. I would like to do classes. Would you like to teach salsa classes or just take salsa well, classes? At this point, I would have to just take them. But um, <laughs> that would be that would be so fun. I love dancing. You even said too, um, possibly open up a daycare. I remember you saying that one time. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be that would be awesome. Like running it, we need mm-hmm. those here. So who wants to be in? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a hard pass. <laughs> so so uh, why a teacher? Because I feel like you can make a you actually have a lot in your hands, so you can mold these children at a young age, and you can actually spot the ones that are going through things at home, and you can change them. Because I had a teacher who I will never forget, and I'm pretty sure y'all probably had one that changed you. So it's a great position to have to be. That is crazy. We've talked about that, you know, just a podcast ago, how one person can, one person says, we talked about it on the opposite way. One person says something negative and it sticks with you. But yeah. I've had, you know, a teacher tell me something. I remember him pulling me aside and be like, it was my band director. It was the second band director. Okay. And I was, I was good in band. Right. But I was a troublemaker. Right. So the first band director didn't really want me because I was a troublemaker. Right. And I guess he thought I would, you know, mess with you know, mess up his vibe, right? <laughs> but anyways, the second band director said, okay, I want to put you in my band, make you first chair, uh, have you lead this section. But he was like, I believe in you. He, and I was young. I was like a freshman or a sophomore, I remember. He was like, I believe in you. I know you can do it. He goes, I just need you to prove that you can do it, right? And that like was like a defining, changing moment for me, like to know that, you know, I, I could be a leader, Right, that was the first time. Like, I was like, oh, okay, it's not just me. I can, I can lead. Someone believes in that I can lead. So, yeah. yeah, I can see exactly where you're coming from because what one teacher says could could change your life. Mm-hmm. Mine was Miss Mills in fifth grade, and she, like, wrote me this big old letter, and she just made me more confident. I used to get picked on by these boys ugh, every day at lunch because I had really long hair. My mom would braid it, and these two boys would just pull on it. Pull on it, pull on it, pick it up. I would go to the restroom sometimes and just cry during lunch and like hide in there during lunch. Oh. These boys were so mean. They were so mean. They would just yank my, my ponytail. And I just remember like she just changed everything for me. She just gave me confidence. And I got mean and I was mean to them. And I would like tell the teacher. Finally, I got the confidence of telling them. And then they started getting in trouble. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I get it. Who are they? Devin will beat them up. <laughs> Devin will find them. I still them. remember actually their name. I will find you. <laughs> I still Pacific remember who they skills. were. <laughs> Once in jail. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, anyways. Okay. All right. All right. So, Let's take a sharp left turn. Okay. Next <laughs> up is uh, Mesa Lou. So my unrealistic um, dream, which I think, again, is very uh, – I might be able to do, actually, is be an NBA basketball player. <laughs> 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 totally kidding. Totally kidding. But, yes, He's my unrealistic kidding. dream would be being an NBA basketball player. I loved basketball for as long as I can remember. Um, I learned how to spin a ball on my finger as soon as I could dribble, probably. But can um, you say the the number pi in the top of your head? Oh my gosh, three point one four seven. I don't remember it. Oh, that was really good, actually. We're yeah. behind the scenes. We're filming a movie, and he has to say um, the, Yeah, he says the pi like ten decimals in yeah. while spinning a basketball, basketball. finger. Yeah. 
So again, that's why I, I can't stress enough how much I love basketball and everything that, that even to this day, that's one of the things that I do to, you know, get away from the world and separate myself to kind of just relax and, and, you know, get, just get away. Basically basketball is one of the things that helps me really relax, even though it is an intense game and it can be competitive. Uh, to me, it's just, it really helps me relax. So, uh, unfortunately I'm five, nine. So, <laughs> that kind of hurt my chances. And we can't run more than half a mile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, buddy, Isaiah Thomas is uh, around that height, buddy. Yeah, no, um, he's a lot better than I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my uh, realistic dream, um, this is something I've thought about too, and I always think too that I wanted to do was um, do a sports debate or just just any kind of sports talk shows or even a beat writer for a team, you know, uh, traveling with one of the – NBA teams and being able to meet the players in the locker room, be able to talk to them afterwards and write articles and kind of see where that goes from there. And I think that would be super cool. If that's something you can't, if you can't, you know, physically achieve, be a professional right. athlete, the next best thing is to be with them and hang out with them and kind of learn how they work and uh, just be, you know, on the on the road with them. So I thought that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Would you ever be a coach? Um, I would love to be a coach. Um, I think that uh, being a beat writer would be a little easier. <laughs> more realistic. <laughs> yeah, more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, coaching is very difficult. And I, actually, I, I wanted to be a coach when I was younger too, but you know, high school and middle school or whatever. Um, and then you kind of run into the fact that there's not a whole lot of job security. You don't win, and guess what? They're uh, going to fire no. you. You're gone. Now you got to move your family to a new town. Hopefully, you can find another job. Um, so I think that's one of the things that really steered me away from, from being a coach and kind of look into doing writing and, and, and beat writing for, for, you know, professional teams. Did you always want a family? Ooh. Um, that, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that one. <laughs> um, I think as I was younger, I think you kind of have that mentality of you're going to have a wife and kid and, you know, the picket fence and nice house but i think as i got older i kind of started to realize that that might not be what i want maybe um so being you know the writer would have been something that i could have done without you know like you said being away for, for months at a time right that's something you know with a family that can be a challenge so uh, i think as i got older i kind of did the opposite right so i kind of went away from that opposed to as i got older wanting in that and so what what has changed that is because we've had this conversation and you you've said that you really want kids. What has changed that your your mentality has changed? We we were playing a board game one time and the question was like, what are I don't remember what it was. It was five great things about kids or something like that. And the people in the room that had kids like struggled <laughs> to name it. And you were like, oh boy, you were like <laughs> this is this 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 no. is yeah. What happened to that Mesa Lou? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it's tough. It's tough to be responsible for another human being, I think. And it's a lot of stress and it's a lot of, uh, you know, pressure. Um, and I see like my, my little brother going through it and, you know, my, my mom helping taking care of him and I'm in Midlands. So my mom's not, you know, in the same town as anywhere I can rely on somebody, you know, my dog, for example, this past week, like, <laughs> I had a huge fiasco with my dog not getting fed for a few days and also getting out because he didn't get tied up. That's a dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> when that happens to my child, like that's going to be a completely different scenario and something that I just don't want to be responsible for sometimes. So PETA is now coming after you because they think you did not like your dog. <laughs> yeah, I was gone for a week, guys. I was in Dallas for training, so bear with me. It wasn't my fault. You do kind of need somebody around. Like me and my sister, we rely on each other yeah. a lot. We help each other out. 
So you do need somebody. Absolutely. And I wouldn't... I, <laughs> Patrick's here. <laughs> but I don't know how much help he would be. Like, me and Patrick... Well, kind of, okay, mean, so... The female may have the family to have uh, that. Yeah, I guess that's true. So what true. if you... Yeah, what if that's the thing? Like, you know, you're the female you're with has family here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have... And it's not completely out of the question. Don't get me right. wrong. Like, it's not something that I'm like, a hard no. I put a line in the sand. I'm not having a child someday. Right. But it is something that I've steered myself away from a little bit because of what I've been able to witness and be a part of. <laughs> witness. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so that's why a little bit more. Uh, I mean, okay, buddy, we've been good friends for what? How long now? Uh, a couple months, maybe. Okay, a couple months. <laughs> and within those short months, <laughs> within these past few years, how much have we struggled getting through life, like just doing adult things? I, you know what I, I mean? I, I think you always struggle, though. I think, like, to wait for a time in your life that you're not struggling. Oh, yeah. No. And rich people struggle. You're right. And it's not about it's not about waiting till I'm not struggling anymore. It's about the fact that I am struggling. <laughs> and you're, like, you know what I mean? Like, do, doing things to be able to teach my child someday. Like, I'm not handy with certain stuff. Like, you know, carpentry or, you know, electricity or whatever that, like, my dad is. So, when my kid someday is like, hey, dad, this broke, I'm going to be like, Sucks, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, so you can learn on the way. Yeah. You know, you can oh yeah, your kids are good because then you're you're waiting for a point that you're 100 percent ready for. Oh, I, I don't yeah, know your waiting. kids are gonna think that you're amazing no matter what. I doubt highly. Like mine, <laughs> like mine think that I'm like perfect, and I don't drink in front of them. Like I don't do, you know, I keep them very shielded from it. But they're gonna think you're perfect. They're gonna think you're the best thing, and he knows mm-hmm. how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Right, but my my parents did know how to do everything. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's the difference. That's what you think. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, we do. Winking <laughs> <laughs> at each other right now. Yeah. We're like, got him again. <laughs> yeah. So you don't think as you have a child, your mentality will change? You know, don't you feel, won't you feel like, okay, well, I have to do this, this, this. Don't you feel like you'll be a little bit, I don't know how to say this, a little bit more prepared? Sure, absolutely. Like, you know I mean? But I think, okay, first off, let's just point out that this went completely... <laughs> topic okay, this so, is turned into yes convince mason to have a kid uh, like, okay so we're gonna do what we just did a few weeks ago we have door number eight okay <laughs> and it has mason a single no kids how am i getting picked on for this because he's not ready and he's struggling or b you're not single and you have kids which door do you walk through so door number one I'm single and I'm not struggling. No, you're struggling either way. Oh, everyone okay. always struggles. Okay. Right, you're always going to struggle, right? Everyone oh, you mean everyone here is struggling. Yeah. yeah you're going to oh, stay single for the rest of my life. Rest of your life or B, you have a wife with oh, your little children. I would do the wife and children, but I think again, it's not I I I don't want <laughs> child children are just not completely out of the question. <laughs> like it's not something that I've drawn a hard line. I'm like that's never going to happen. Is it is it, right now? Am I leaning more towards not wanting to have kids? Yes, um, but if it happens, I'm not gonna disown the kid and be like, <laughs> "Sorry, I didn't want you, so I'm never gonna have you." You know what I mean? That, no, like if if I'm dating a girl and she's like, "I really want to have kids," that's a conversation that I'm comfortable sitting down and having that conversation with. Then we'll work out the pros and cons about having the a kid. Pros and cons. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that's. I mean, what if it's your wife and you know she says, "I want to have a kid." Again, it, it's because it, <laughs> well, you said girlfriend. girlfriend okay, wife. wife it's a complete. Things. It's a possibility. It's not a for sure thing that I'm gonna say yes or no. 
But at this very moment right now, if you ask me if I wanted to have a kid, I'd probably tell you no. 